It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we're going to Monday. Eddie says we're good to go. We go. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I don't know if we had this conversation in the, I don't think we had this conversation in the warm-up show. I think we had this conversation off the air. All right. About this Twitter situation and Elon Musk. Yes, I told you during a commercial break yeah. that we're going to have to start paying $20 a month to be to keep our verified check mark. Oh, well, which I say that. go f yourself I'm yeah. out. I got to start limiting these uh, monthly uh, fees and yeah, no uh, I don't need to be verified on Twitter. The fees are it is nuts how many friend of mine is does very well. And I'll never forget what he said to me a few years ago. He goes, you know why I do well? I spend less than most. I'm like, what? He goes, everybody thinks you got to go out and make more money. He goes, yeah, that's one way. He goes, or you can look at what you have and cut your expenses. Yeah. He goes, because then you can also give yourself a raise. I'm like, it's smart. Very it smart. smart. Yeah. And he's basic cable. He's the type. You, you kids can have one, like one gaming system. That's it. You ain't getting another one, so pick the right one. And he's never been a car guy. Like, he gets a car. He keeps it for eight years. You know, very, very smart. Yes. I think all the time of how much nonsense I spend money on. We all do. And I, and I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Like, right. I'm like I I kind of watch myself. You yeah, know? I know I'm bad at it. I yeah. do know that. I, yeah. I always feel like, Daryl, even like I went to dinner for Gina's uh, birthday over the weekend, it was more than I had hoped to spend. Sure. And in my head, I'd be like, and by the way, the food was excellent, so it's less. Doesn't bother you, ever, you as much. You ever have, like, an expensive meal and it sucks? Yeah, or the experience isn't good. Yes, uh, of course. I did not have that, so I was, f- f- that was good. And it was a special occasion, Gina's birthday. But I think in my head all the time about when I need to start cutting things. Wh- sure. Like, though, that would be cut out immediately. Yeah, going out. Going out to dinner? Yeah. Forget it. I mean, I look at, so I look at two things. I do the checkbook. I quote unquote, I quote unquote balance it because it's approximate. <laughs> I'm not one of these You're guys. You're in the ballpark. Yeah, like when Kim used to do it, it would have to be to the penny. Yeah. It would drive her nuts and she would, I'm like, eh, if it's within 10 bucks, I'm happy. It's whatever. I'm 10, $15. It is what it is, um, which she doesn't care for, <laughs> but whatever. So I do it every two to three weeks and I go through it. I'm like, my God, between Walgreens Pizza shops and restaurants, that's where all our money goes. Yeah. Like all our spendable money. The Walgreens is like every other day. Like what the hell are you getting at Walgreens every day? Well, I needed this shampoo and this and that, and I've got a box of this. I'm like, oh, my God. Is like, it because it's close to the house? It's right. It's right yeah, around the corner. Absolutely. So it's just funny how I would say literally like 40% of our spendable income is on food and Walgreens. Like how about we mix in a stop and shop once in a while? <laughs> Just come on. When I lived at that apartment complex in Madawan, there was a Walgreens in my parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> that that's was convenient. awesome. 
Yeah, it's just like, convenient. you know what I could go for? A Kit Kat. Let me take a walk. <laughs> I'll be right back. And you're literally there and back in four minutes. Yes. Yeah, and they're open until 11 o'clock, which helps. Oh, yeah. I right, know. right. You could pop over there. 100%. And they got everything. Yeah. I'm always amazed at the things you could find in a quote-unquote drugstore. Yeah, because they're not drugs. There are many little supermarkets now. Yeah, there's just a mini everything. Yep. You can go there. Like, uh, I had to get a card. Uh, I got a birthday card for Gina at the CVS. And I love going down just random aisles in yeah. CVS. Like, there's an aisle for, like... Um, As seen on TV. That, you're right. They have their own section. There's an aisle of just, like, various cords for your computers. Yeah. And sometimes there's real obscure things in there. I, I know. I know. They got holders for your phone in your car. Yeah. All sorts of picture frames. You can buy T-shirts in there. Yeah. It is, a, it, it, it is an odd grouping. And yeah. then the even better is when you go to, like, 7-Eleven and you go down one of the non-convenient aisles. Like, right. You know, it's not candy or something. And it's just, like, where they... Where you have toilet paper and so like what brands they've chosen as to these put are, in their store? Yeah, the, right. Because their shelf space is minimal. Yeah. So there's only a little bit of space. That are we going to go Chef Boyardee or, or are we going to go tuna fish cans? We don't have room for both. It is funny. Well, Seven uh, Eleven used to be when I used to live in Matawan with my parents a long time ago. It was right around the corner from our house. It was in there every other day. Yeah, that's where I get my coffee from, and I just most stops were there. I don't live near one anymore. I haven't been in a 7-Eleven. It's got to be five years, maybe. I mean, maybe I got a Slurpee in one once or, you know, a, a slushy or whatever the hell they're called, but not never anymore. It's, it's basically Wawa now. Yeah. 7-Eleven feels like a summer destination. I suppose, yeah. Like a place you stop for cold drinks in the summer. Yeah. And ice. And ice. Where Wawa feels like it's more the fall. I don't know why. I guess Wawa for me is all year round now. Yeah. I don't go to 7-Eleven anymore. So um, even Quick Check because that's relatively close to my house too. I do, I do like, I know they do it at 7-Eleven. I know the other convenience stores do it as well. But if you're ever exiting a 7-Eleven, you can see on the doorway they have the measurement for how tall how someone t- is <laughs> for in case they get robbed and the is person that runs that is? out. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. So they could say, oh, that person was six feet tall because it's so hard to judge how tall somebody is. Of course. Is. Of course. That's funny. Another uh, thing regarding that in some podcasts I've listened to lately and TV shows that I watch, you know, that they say that when when you are a um, witness to a crime or witness to something crazy, how oftentimes the witnesses get things completely wrong when they go back to the if there's sure. a tape of, of the situation. Like that wit, and then so many times in courts, we they use witness testimony as like the mm-hmm. the main thing if they don't have any other evidence, and just how wrong sometimes the witness testimony is. You can make the case circumstantial evidence might be stronger than yeah. eyewitness evidence. Yeah, so the eyewitness. I know I'm bad with details. Yeah, I and mean, unless you're really locked in and focused, have you ever have you ever walked to your car and not even remembered the walk? Yes. Or driven home and not even remember driving home. Oh, yeah. but th- And that's what most of society is probably like. Right. And the cops come up to you like, you know, how tall was he? What kind of hair? What kind of... A- I, I, I don't know. And thankfully, I've never been in that situation. Yeah. But I could only imagine how difficult it is. But then then knowing all of that and how historically that the uh, eyewitness testimony is difficult and inconsistent and, and the longer it goes and the more they get questioned about it, you get called back into the police two weeks later, you might have a different story and believe right. it, is when they do have somebody 
talk to a sketch artist, and then they eventually catch the guy, how much it looks like this. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, well, if you got a guy that's got good details, yeah. But how do they get the details of the eyes and the I don't know. hair? And- it all goes back to something you always said. Like, why do we all look so different? Yeah. Like, we're all people with eyes and no, I mean, and yet we all look different. It's weird. Yes. We all, right. Two eyes, a nose, a mouth, yeah. two ears. Yeah, pretty much. And yet we all look different. All different. Yeah. Um, what else did I write down? Oh, there was an incident, Jerry. Uh-oh. I know you, you're aware of this. I'm just telling the audience. There was a um, an incident where we park our cars. Oh God, this is this is disgusting. Where my children play. No, where you know we park our cars in a very small area. It's like a one block radius, That's I would it. say, that we park our cars. And uh, we were not parked there uh, on this incident last week, but it is a place where we park a lot, often. But another, uh, not anymore. Another employee parked there. And evidently, well, he came out to his car and his uh, windshield was smashed. Yeah. Not cracked. It was smashed. Shattered. Like, not drivable. No. And he was told by uh, the construction workers over there that a uh, homeless gentleman was asked to move. And in his anger, walked uh, past, picked up a garbage can, I guess, a metal garbage can. and randomly threw it through his windshield. Yeah. And that great. So that happened, and it's, it's, uh, and nothing will be done. No, his insurance will get him a new windshield. Right, his insurance will now go up, and this creep is still walking around. It. What a uh, random. I'm, well, act. It's like when I told you years ago, me and Don Lagreca came out of an overnight shift, and all four of my tires were slashed, and his windshield was beaten in with a bat, and <laughs> we found out that was when we were in a story. I've told you this before. Yeah. yeah. And then the cops came, and they basically said there was a gang fight around the corner. It was a Jersey gang fighting this Queens gang. It was a road game for the yeah. uh, Jersey team. And they basically, the, the the Queens gang, when all was said and done, went around looking for Jersey plates oh. and just were destroying cars. And Don and I were right next to one another, right outside the entrance of the Kaufman Astoria Studios. And they slashed my tires, and they so I couldn't drive my car. And I'll never forget... Don drove me to the train station with our heads out the window because <laughs> you couldn't see. Now, it wasn't completely um, destroyed like Pete's windshield, but it was just easier at that time in the morning. Not many cars on the road. Don's like, you know what? I'm just going to stick my head out the window. Yeah. It'll be better off. And that's how we dro- he dropped me off at the train station. And then I had to come back. My dad drove me back, and I had to go buy four new tires and rims. And we had to put them in the back of my parents' SUV. My dad drove me into Astoria that night, and there I was on the road. I had to change all four tires. It was brutal. Brutal. Yeah, I wonder when they... I've never seen somebody slash a tire. But if they do it, like, let's say they do it with a knife, right? Yeah. Does it make a loud... I don't know. I would think so. I I don't... I would think so. Or does it just go... But then again, if you just pierce a tire, the air will just seep out. I don't... And I don't remember if they were cut. I was so like, oh, you got to be kidding Don flipped out. I didn't flip out. I just like, oh, okay. Now what do I do? So I, don't, I didn't really explore it too much, and I don't remember. You're talking, we were in, Don was still working for the radio station. So yeah. this was like, my God, this had to be 98, 99. It was before I was married. So it was probably 1998, the summer of 98. Crazy. Yeah. Sucked too. I mean, it's like um, 
that's how a lot of times random acts of violence on people happen, right? right. You're wrong place, wrong time. This was at least just his car. Yeah. But just so random because I, I had asked, I said, yes, there's a line of cars that park there. Just his car? Yeah. Yeah. They one pale. That was the bad luck. <laughs> and it's when I look at how many times I've parked there. Yeah. So in the past, I don't care about the alternate side from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Right. Because nine, 99 out of 100 times you don't get a ticket. I just got one a month ago. So I'm like, all right, I'll start parking the right way. And I've been parking there. Well, Friday... I drove by as I always do. I'm like, all right, there are spots there. Good. I'm good to go. Pulled back around in front of the building. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I parked on the wrong side because there was the construction vehicles on the right side. Like, there's no way they're giving us a ticket if they put construction vehicles on our side. It's the only reason I didn't go up the block because I would have been that car. How about this? Because I saw you park illegally there. You parked illegally. I did too. Or I'd have been there as well. Or Pete. It should have been me or you. Because we get here before him. Uh, right. By an hour at least. Yes. I'm about 20 minutes before you. You're about an hour before him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You're welcome, Al. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the only reason why I did it. I know. Because I saw you parked there. I said, ah, me and Jerry both get tickets and we'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. That no, sucks. I'm... So now it's funny. I decided that I'm no longer parking anywhere around this one block radius. Because I'm not, with the crap that's going on, I'm not walking these streets anymore. I'm done with that. Now that block's out. <laughs> I'm basically down to right in front of the building, take a ticket or don't take a ticket. Well, here's where I thought, though. So where this incident occurred, what is the likelihood another incident Who occurs knows? there? Maybe are we've, maybe that's where we park now because, although I don't people know, tend to hang in the same neighborhoods, yes. right? Yeah. So it'll be like, oh, that guy, he hangs outside the 7-Eleven, or this guy hangs. So maybe that area is where this guy hangs out. Right. Then no one's going to bother him. Right. So if he wants to throw another trash can. Who's going to stop him? It's really awful. No one. It's really awful. Hey, CVS, I got to pick up my prescription. <laughs> what did they give you? Uh, antibiotic for my throat. Oh. CV. Uh, How'd you I'm get 50... that? Did you call your your? Uh... Oh, I went to the doctor Friday. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Um, for something else, and then while I was there, I asked him to check my throat because it was just a little raspy, nothing crazy. And he's like, "Oh, you're fine." He goes, "If you want, though." He goes, "You know, you don't come in here all the time." He goes, "If you want to give you an antibiotic just in case it gets worse over the weekend." I'm like, "Perfect." I, my throat's not bothered me all week, so all weekend. So I'm like, I never picked it up. And he's like, "If you don't pick it up in seven days, they'll just, you know." I'm like, "Okay." I think I'll pick it up, though, even though my throat's not bothering me. Good to have it. Good to have it. Yeah, what the hell? Instead, I'm dealing with this head cold, so I might be home tomorrow. I don't know. Then you self-medicate yourself. That's what I like. Yes, something like that. You get your own lab tests now. That's what I do. Yeah. We'll become our own doctors. Uh, in a way. In this world of co-pays, world. Jerry, and uh, yeah, this part, this hospital group's not in your plan. Right, tell me about it. What a Stupid. pain in the ass. I know. I want to go to Punta Cana again. Punta Cana? I went there about four or five years ago. I'd like to go there. Actually, six years ago now. It was awesome. I'd go to Punta Cana. Yeah. Really nice. Oh, yeah. So I was watching this. I want to uh, get your take on this. So I was watching a uh, an Unsolved Mysteries, a new one that posted on Netflix. Still not solved, right? Still not solved. This one involved a Navajo Indian tribe. Okay. On Navajo land. 
and uh, is in Arizona. It's like in one of those areas where it's in like multiple states, like where they all kind of conjoin. Okay. You know, like where the states On the meet. border? Yeah. yeah, like borders. But this, this part, I think, was in Arizona, desert. And people live there. And uh, there were reports of a Bigfoot. Oh, come on. Hold on. I'm just a little, I'll lead you to my question. Okay. There were reports of a Bigfoot, multiple reports of a Bigfoot. And on this episode, they talked to a woman, a Navajo uh, Indian woman who lives there. She seemed completely normal. She told the story of that night that uh, someone was, her, her, uh, the, the handle on her home was being jiggled. And when she opened the door, there was Bigfoot and it ran away. Right. And it, Later on in the night, it came back, tried to get in again, chased it away. What did Bigfoot look like? Seven feet tall, hairy. Now her... From Grenoble, France? (laughs) We don't know where Bigfoot's from. Parts unknown. (laughs) This woman also had around her property, uh, what do you call that fencing that's like sharp? No, the electronic fence. Not electronic, um... They put like in prison, so you can't. You would cut yourself. Barbed wire, barbed wire, and she saw the Bigfoot go over the barbed wire fence. In the morning, there was a tuft of hair in the barbed wire fence, which was then sent for DNA, and it came back as an unknown species. Okay. This woman believes she saw Bigfoot. Maybe a bear had sex with a deer. It made a new species. You're saying. A beer. <laughs> a tall beer. A tall boy. This is stupid. Yeah. So, like, this woman was so believable that yeah. I believe she feels like she saw Bigfoot. Okay. Well, in her mind, she did. But what do you, th- like, what? Who knows? Could, God knows what type of animals are out there and species are out there. In the right. And what's having sex with what. And I, I don't know. Right. I don't a bear know. and a deer get together. All of a sudden, we got a whole new species. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. They also found large tracks. Maybe it was some dude in a in a in a barefoot costume, and it came back unknown species because it really was just some scientific material that was made in a lab. Who knows? The thing that puzzled me about it, and they don't never ask this woman. They live in the middle of nowhere, right? It's not a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's on the Navajo reservation, right? It is a mobile home, like one of the. Okay. Not a home where you would drive it yourself. It's not a, but it's the kind that a modular home that yep. they could pick up and move if yep. they wanted. So she was watching television at night in the dark with her children and something jiggled the handle and she opened the door. I don't would, know why you would do that. I, I wouldn't. Does she not have a blink camera? Uh, <laughs> she did not have a camera. Mm-hmm. But why would you open the door? I wouldn't. I don't know. I have no idea. Especially living out there. Right. That's what I mean. By yourself. I think it'd be like a wolf. Like, I wouldn't go near that door. Well, I would, but She's, I'd probably grab my gun. Right. First, she said she heard something very, very heavy walking on the porch. Well, of course she did. She's got to make the story sound better. Then she opened the door yeah. twice. Yeah, I'd be out on that. The second time she opened it, knowing Bigfoot had tried to come in earlier. Right. There's another problem. She saw Bigfoot and then heard it again. And so, let me go check again. Come and on. then why did Bigfoot run away when because she it's not a, opened the door? Because. If he wanted to go in, he's seven feet tall. Okay. 
The other thing that came up with this episode, Jerry, is that on this night when Bigfoots were spotted, also a lot more UFO calls. Oh, here we go. So some people believe that the Bigfoot. Now Bigfoot's an alien? Correct. Did you see the report the other day where they are starting to release all these unidentified flying object reports? I had heard about it. They actually now have an idea of what they are. And what are they? They are. Am I going to pull it up? Do not ruin this for me, Jerry. Please tell me they are. It just came out. Space aliens. Uh, I got to find it. Maybe they're spy drones and airborne trash. Airborne trash? Many UFO reports are spy drones. From who? God knows. Supersonic drones from China and Russia. Well, shouldn't we be concerned if China's sending drones over? Yes, absolutely. Of course we should. Right? This came out on Friday. Forget space aliens or hypersonic technology. (coughs) Excuse me. This is unfortunate to hear about these uh, Classified assessments show that many episodes have very ordinary explanations. Well, you don't say, really. Hmm. Shocking. Uh, Let's see. Government officials believe the surveillance operations by foreign powers and weather balloons or other airborne clutter explain most incidents. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on. Once again, if they were aliens, what are we waiting for? They're observing us. I really really do think, whether it's UFOs, whether it's Bigfoot, whether it's a lot of these myths, a lot of what we think is what we've learned, what Hollywood's created, and what we start to believe in our own minds. And I'm not getting into the the God conversation, but I, I think, too, it's you can make yourself feel good, bad, or anywhere in between about most situations. Right. You know, if you're a crappy dad, you can probably figure out a way to make it seem like you're less crappy. If you're a good dad, but is someone that's not really happy with themselves, you can probably figure out a way to make yourself feel bad about yourself and think you should have been better. You know, I, I think I think we're all inside our own heads way too much. Right. We could, t- Humans can be talked into anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you watched a show and really thought mermaids were real. That was so many years ago, Jerry. <laughs> I was very young. <laughs> you were 45. <laughs> Still, that's like eight, eight years ago. Yeah. It is eight years ago. But I really I do think that. I think that with a lot of different things. It's everything we concoct in our own head. Well, they say that about like when we say when we hear about an uh, uh, something about somebody's life and we go, "Why didn't they just do this?" Mm-hmm. or "Why would they have thought that?" How did they convince themselves of that? And a lot of it is like we talk ourselves into it. They say that sometimes about like abusive relationships, right? That they go, why didn't he or she just leave the person? And you they go, rationalize right, it. Right. You rationalize the other person's behavior. Yeah. Right. In a lot of cases. And there's also, you know, how you feel. You don't want to let someone down. Yeah. Even though you might be the one that's taken the brunt of the crap. That wouldn't surprise me that they feel like they can't leave. And again, those are horrific situations. Yeah. But I could totally see where a woman in an abusive relationship or maybe a guy in a verbally abusive relationship feel like they need to go but don't because they feel like if they do the their their um spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend will be worse off for it and so you right. sit there and you're like I can take it. Right. It's it's you're right. Rationalization is is good and bad. 
Especially if it's a slow build up into it, sure. right? That's when people because you're knee deep in it. Yeah, and it's and I always think too, like when I'm away, I always think this when I'm away. And last weekend I was in Dallas, and I think if if Kim left me, you know, Tuesday for whatever reason, she took the boys and said, "Screw you, I'm out of here." I'm like, okay, there's there's other lives all over this world. <laughs> like, why is your life so important in this one spot? Especially if you're single. I mean, my God, if you're single and you don't like your day-to-day life, there are legit a million other places in this world you could pick up and start over with new people. Yes. And a new job and a new life and a new environment. Where you have no reputation, good or bad. And no expectation. Right. You're just a new person. And, like, that's got to be. And we always talk about Annie moving to Australia. She used to work here. She just picked up and moved to Australia. Or New Zealand or one of those places. Australia. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I know when you get married, you have kids. It's a, it's a little more difficult, clearly. But even that, in a relationship or a family, if you're not happy with where you are, my God, you could pick up and move to Iowa, Indiana, California, Florida, Europe. Like you could go anywhere. Anywhere. And yet we sit here for this little finite time that we have on this planet. <laughs> like I look at like my parents. And I tell them all the time, now that winter's approaching, why do you live here in the winter? Like, go to South Carolina, get a small little condo, downsize here. Not that they have a big house. They don't anymore. They downsized already. But get a get a condo here, too. And go back and forth. The flight's an hour. Like, why would you? Like, I love them to death. I want everybody to live forever. We're not. Each year that passes is a year you're wasting that you could go enjoy winter Rather than suffer through gray, cold, rain, and snow. Why? Yeah, it is terrible when the, winter, when the winter hits. I told my kids, no offense, I'm not living here in the winter when I get older. Not happening. Yeah, you can't. Why no, would you, right? I don't want to. Right. I don't want to now. But it's we have such a short time. I know, and for the most of us, where we live has been chosen for us, yeah, and we don't change it. You're born into it. Yeah, but and and for whatever of the reasons we don't change We just that. get comfortable, and we don't yeah. go anywhere. And even when you're not comfortable, we don't go anywhere. Right. It really is nuts. It's like everywhere you go, there's a... I said to you, when I was at the restaurant before the Mavericks game last week, I'm looking around at all these people. I'm like, look at these people. They live somewhere in the suburbs of Texas. They look like they don't... And I'm, everyone's got problems, so don't misunderstand me. I know that. But, like, it's just so different. Like, why don't I live here? Right. I got the Mavericks. You got the Cowboys, <laughs> the Dallas Stars. You got the Rangers. Life is the same, just the teams change. Yeah. And the weather's better, although they do have, I would say, one to two horrific weather events a year. Yeah. But for the most part, the weather is 88 degrees and sun is beautiful. I think, too, the, the one of the biggest differences in this area where we are versus others, like when, in my time in Florida and my time in Indiana, Getting to places to go to a game or things is so much different. No kidding. Around here yep. than somewhere else. Yeah. Where you just go, hey, you know, I want to go to a Mavericks game tonight. And, and it, getting there is not an issue. Not like here. Right. You might have traffic, but it ain't taking you six hours to get. Like, I, you know, I forget who it was. It was LaPresti who said, maybe I should go to a Phillies game. He said that to you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it would be so much easier to go to a Phillies game than it is going to Yankee Stadium or City Field. Right, especially, like we said, for where he's living. Oh, my God. He's halfway there. Yeah. 
So I'm with you. It's just it's just different. And yeah. yet we just plot through life. And here we go. It's man. And then you got people that live in the same house for like fifty years. Yes. Oh. I'm good with ten. Yeah. Now that right, scares me. Change it up. I'm at I'm at four where am I at? I'm at four and a half already. So no, no I'm, I'm at five years now in this house, which is scary to me. Like right, half- you moved when I moved into the apartment. Yeah. I was there three years. I'm in Bradley Beach two years now. Right. So I'm five years in this house. Another five years, Joseph will be... No, I got to take him through high school, I would say. So probably yeah. seven more years. And that's probably it. And then downsizing. Yeah. Think about that. I'm already right. thinking about, oh, my God. <laughs> that's brutal. Love it. Oh, Love it, Jerry. Yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up program. Real quick. Yeah. We do have... Uh, obviously, the calendars are for sale. Oh, yes. That the uh, The 50% of that goes to Boomer's Foundation. Nice. We have also added, and this is not for Boomer's Foundation. This is because, quite frankly, it's fun. Uh, Al and I do have hoodies up on sale now. We have the Cool Games one, and we got the warm-up show one. So email me, recosportsllc at gmail.com, and we'll get those out to you. And uh, there's is the Boring Vibes. Oh, I forgot. That's up there, too. Yeah, uh, yes, I got to That's your hoodie. I've got a Boring Vibes yes. t-shirt. You got a, it's a, hoodie. It's a hoodie. Boring Vibes hoodie. You need to put that out there, though. I don't I think anybody knows about that yes, yet. Yes, I forgot to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. So- what up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. It's a football Monday, week eight in the NFL. The Eddie Scazzeri, happy Halloween. Nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Gino Dukes, and he's going to talk a lot this hour. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. I can tell you this right now. There is a big upheaval in the fraudulent five list coming tomorrow. Well, there has to be. A big one, Because Jerry. I can tell you right now, one of your teams oh, embarrassed themselves multiple yesterday. Multiple of my teams embarrassed themselves. Oh, one team did you well, quite well. Your Cowboys did well. That's true. Cowboys did well. They rolled up 49 points on the what I thought they were playing the Bengals all day until I saw that <laughs> that, that uniform was actually the Chicago Bears. Those stupid orange uniforms. They're stupid. I didn't care for that from start to finish. The Cowboys in blue at home I don't like. And then the the bears in these stupid uniforms, not a fan. They really 
look like the Bengals. I agree. I, I want them to play agree. the Bengals both in their orange uniforms. No, <laughs> no white no. uniforms no, no, at all. No, 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 who anybody is. Yeah, that's what I want to say. I just the want NFL to look. is so stupid with these uniforms at this point. You'll probably get the Bengals in those white and black uniforms, yeah. which I do like against the Bears in orange. Yeah. And you won't know who anybody is. I don't know what's going on, Jerry. Pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so this, I got to tell you, I took the last couple of weeks and I locked in on Giants and Jets. I yeah. did not even... I'm paying for it, Jerry, but I did not even use my red zone. Right? Oh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to watch the Giants. Wow. I'm going to watch the Jets. The Jets stink yesterday. Oh, oh God. Was that God. brutal? I got to tell you, I'm going right back to red zone next week. I don't blame you. Well, the, and the Giants are off. The Giant game went the pretty Jets much and Giants the way are I both off? I said the Giants are off next oh, okay. week. Giants the Jets off. play the Bills. Oh, right. That should That's going to well. be easy. The J- I mean... Where to begin? I guess the Jets, since we, we started fine. there. Yeah. They Very disappointing. are just not anything. They're, they're a defense. <laughs> That's not fair. They're a defense. Defensively, they, they give you some things. The Breeze Hall injury hurts for sure. And I'll continue to say what I've said since they drafted him. Okay? With Zach Wilson? Like I don't see it. I mean... Yeah, he makes good throws. Every NFL quarterback makes good throws. It's about making it's about making good decisions. And he didn't make any he made a lot of bad decisions yesterday. Right. One thing he's very good at, same as Daniel Jones, when there is pressure in the pocket, they are out of there and moving around yeah. and very good at getting out of stuff. But then Zach Wilson just throws it where he thinks someone might be. Randomly, Man, his one interception, the one to McCordy on the sideline, where they were checking to see if he was in bounds or not. Yeah, throw it out. Like he was trying to throw it away, but throw it away. Yeah, that's what he said in the Jeez. press conference. He goes, "Yeah, I got to sail that." Yes. Yeah, you think sail it? Now I don't think New England scored on that. I, there was one they didn't score on. That might have been the one, but still, it was just oh, it was a killer. And there's no question the interception return for a touchdown changed the whole complexion. It shouldn't have. Because you still had a whole half of football. You still had the lead, but it changed the whole complexion of the game. Right. When the Jets' interception, it was like 30 seconds left in the half. Yeah. And they picked the ball off. Would have been 17-3 Jets going into the half, and instead... And I'm sorry, brutal call. I'm sorry. I can't stand these roughing the passer penalties. I mean, it really is. What do you want the guy to do? Well... Yes, nor, but but again, the quarterback got rid of the ball and he shoved him to the ground, like he, yeah. he full on shove. I know. So I, why do you do? Why do these guys? Because do you're that? going full. Like I, I know what you're saying, and I agree. When you see it on replay, you're like, dude, what are you doing? But when you watch it in real time, the guy's got a head of steam trying to sack the quarterback. Like it happens so quick. I, it's, it's it's tough. It's yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I just, I'm tired of it. I don't. I'm tired. Of, I get protecting the quarterback, but it's it's gotten to a point of absurdity. What I don't like is when the quarterback crosses the uh, the line of scrimmage, and we still treat him like he's sitting back there in the pocket. I, yes, I agree. Right. We, the minute you cross that line, you should be just a regular player absolutely. that should get hit like anybody else. Right. And again, no shots to the head, just like you wouldn't hit a wide receiver in sure. the head or a running back in the head. But these guys in the f- sort of go down with, the, uh, am I going to slide? Maybe not. Yeah. You know. And we've seen it where they fake the yeah. slide and keep going. I think Patrick Mahomes has done that. Oh, he's that, very I think. big at that. Which I hate. The ball That's out. not right. Yeah. They're taking advantage. Yes, they are. So, so yeah, that the, the, there's no offense. It's just that game was so boring to watch. Both both teams looked 
boring. Yeah. No, the I Patriots the, and the Jets. Well, I don't think the Patriots are a very good team. They're not terrible. No. They're a very average football team. Here's the problem for the Jets. So you've got they're five and three. You've got the Bills this week. I mean, let's be serious. Five I mean, I four. hope they can go out and stun the Bills. I, that's I not happening. I don't see it. So we you know ass- that's not happening. You assume five and four. They then very quickly listen to their next grouping of games. The Bills right back against the Patriots, but in Foxborough. Winnable for sure, but not easy on the road. Then they have the Bears. I don't know what the Bears are because offensively, the Bears look like a good football team yesterday. And then you've got in Minnesota and in Buffalo. Like, my God. Yeah, things are turning. Not easy. Now they got some winnable games after that with Detroit and Jacksonville. So they're still going to win games, but I. Now, yesterday was big, though. Yeah, it was big. Everyone around here, Gio was calling. I heard Craig in the afternoon. The biggest jet home game in blah, blah, blah. And they and people wanted to go out and bury the Patriots. Yeah. How'd that go? That did not go well. No. No, no, no. And then again, we got, well, first of all, Zach Wilson throws three picks. Then again, they ask Elijah Moore after the game. About working with Zach Wilson? About how that chemistry's going. How would you describe your chemistry with Zach on the field? Uh, probably, I can't, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. I don't get the ball, I don't know. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> laughing. And he's right. Yeah. He didn't have one ball thrown his way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't know. Garrett Wilson clearly is his guy. And that's fine. It's working, 100 and something yards receiving, six or seven catches. But for him to not even get a pass thrown his way? Yeah. Very strange. I'm not defending Elijah Moore by because I don't know what the hell is going on there. Clearly, we know about the trade request, which I don't care for. But there is something happening because that's strange. I mean, he threw for 355 yards. Not one yard went to Elijah Moore. And what did he throw for? 355. Really? He did. Well, but think about the last drive. Again, he made some good deep throws. But when you're throwing three interceptions in a game, good luck. It's not easy. Yeah, it was just, it was, uh, I found myself dozing off during that game. <laughs> well, a lot like, of, legitimately, it, this was like, your game. What are we Five doing? field goals from Nick Folk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just hard to watch. Yeah, it was like, nothing fun about it. Like, it was hard to, it felt like I was working. I worked yesterday. Yes, I hear you. Because uh, You should I, put in for a day. I'm going to put in for a, a, what do you call it, a comp day? A comp day. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm taking Thursday off. Why? I work Sunday. I work Sunday. And by that, I mean I I had to. I was forced I to like, watch the Jets and <laughs> yeah, Giants. I felt like I had to sit through that Jet game, and it was terrible. Yeah. No, it was bad. I agree. And, and again, it wasn't entertaining. To, there Nothing were a lot of those. It. So, like, even the 4 o'clock games. We'll get to the Giants in a minute. Like, the 4 o'clock games on Red Zone. I said to my son at one point. I'm like, if they ever go to Washington, Indianapolis, throw something at the television. No one cares. And then you had the Jacksonville game. Well, no, not Jacksonville. Uh, that was early. In. What's it? Uh, Houston, that's it. That game, I mean, give me a break. They he they couldn't score. I know they scored with 30 seconds left. That was embarrassing to watch. I mean, those two games were brutal. It's a lot of bad football it's still. A, it's, a lot, it's a lot of very average to bad teams. Yeah. I agree. Where you don't know there's a, a, a couple of consistent teams. There's a few. The Bills. Yes. The, the Chiefs have been consistent. The, the Eagles are consistent. Right. The Cowboys have been good. Up until yesterday, the Giants were consistently winning. But Vikings. there's not. Yeah, the Vi- I always forget about the Me Vikings. Me too. Always forget about the Vikings. You're right. You're right. You're right. But there's a lot of like three and four teams, four and four, three and five. It's just not great. Not great. 
That's why personally I stopped betting football games. I hear you. It's, it's funny because I was going to do my five. So I decided, and then of course forgot, I was going to start doing my five teams that I pick on Friday. I figure at some point in the season I'm going to go five and zero. I'm going to go zero and five, and at some point I'm going to go five and zero at least, not at least one time. I in expect the picks to go you do here Friday late yeah. in the show, and I was ticked off at myself when we got to the Sunday night game because I was four and zero going into last night that I forgot to do it. And then I woke up and I saw the score. I'm like, ah, I would have been 4-0-1. I thought it was minus 10. I picked the Bills. It was 10 and a half. 10 and a half. That's the one game I lost. So I'm actually glad I didn't because I saved the money. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of felt pretty good going into last night. The Vikings are a weird team. Like, I I don't see enough of them to know why Neither they're 6-1. Well, I mean, Justin Jefferson to start. Dalvin Cook. I mean, they, they've got good players. Um, and they're good at home. So... I'm not surprised. The division, the Packers are down. The Bears aren't very good. So good for them. The Lions are, boy, the Lions lost again. Just brutal. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, you know, I sit here and say I'll never root for the, for Philadelphia. You're not rooting for, if I'm telling you right now, if you put them on your list, (laughs) then from now on, I'm, I'm going to abstain from that segment. Like, I'm going to sit in the newsroom while you do that segment. I got to tell you, I'm watching the Phillies in the World Series. I hate the Eagles, but what Jalen Hurts and fun. AJ Brown were doing it you know what was they do? fun. Here's what they do. And I said this to Matthew as I was watching the Giant game yesterday. Please throw the ball down the field. Yeah. I understand that they're good in the defense, but you got to stretch the defense once in a while. Everything is a check down here and a check down there, and it's just boring. And the Eagles are f- throwing the ball all over the place. But not only that, they're. The other thing you get used to watching the NFL now is if the catch has any level of difficulty. you got to wait for the flag. Yeah, or it's not caught. This yeah. is A.J. Brown, multiple over the shoulder. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, it just looked like football. Well, he is outstanding. And I just want to watch on Sunday things that look like football. You want to watch fun. Yes. You don't want to be bored for seven hours. I want to watch teams going up and down the field. I, I want well, to watch the Cowboys sh- putting 49 points the on the Cowboys, board. The Cowboys-Bears, I, I don't even know. I would have to check. There were not many punts in that game. They scored on like every possession. It was a little much, actually. Yeah. But that was, if you like offensive football, it was fun. And Micah, they had one defensive touchdown, which was fun. How about this play? And we'll get to the Giants in a minute. So the uh, Fields drops back. I want to say he was at... He was probably at about the 10-yard line when Parsons rushes him. Gets rid of the ball. And who I don't remember who caught the ball. And I mean, maybe it was Khalil Herbert. I don't remember. But Micah Parsons comes all the way back from the 10-yard line to chase him down. Van Der Esch makes the tackle. Ball comes loose, and there's Parsons. He was the guy that was in on Fields. Rushed all the way back, picked up the ball. Fields, I don't know if you saw the play, Jumps over him, yes. never touches him. He gets up and runs back 36 yards for a touchdown. That is such lazy football. It's, I see well, it's it stupid. All, I see it all the time in the NFL. Guys, well, uh, a wide receiver will dive for a ball and catch it. The the, the defenders don't touch yeah. him. Why? I don't know. And in Fields' case, he was so, um, I don't know, he was almost afraid to hit him for whatever reason. All he needed to do was touch him, and instead yeah. he jumps over him. Right. If his cleat touches him, the play's over. But, yeah, very weird. So good play by uh, Michael Parsons, though. It was actually a fun play. Yeah, and then like he's running. The Bears aren't even chasing him because they think the play's dead for no reason, even though no whistle blew. Like yep. 
It's just right. lazy football. Not great. Well, it's stupid football is what stupid it is. Football. I don't not... know if these guys are so locked into when they were in college. They don't. And, and why, why? Guess what, college? Start making them touch guys when they go down. I hate that. Because <laughs> they don't remember when they get to the pros that you got to touch a guy who's down. Well, then you can you want to change the catch rule too? Yes. So you want two feet in in college as well. Or one foot in in the NFL. Let's make it. Let's no, I like the two the feet in. A little bit. I like the two feet in. The two feet in is fine. They're pros. They, it's okay with that. There's no problem. Uh, why don't we do this? Ugh. We haven't talked about your Giants yet. We're going to take a break. They are still 6-2, and two, although yesterday was a dud. Total when we dud. come back, we will get to the Giants. We'll knock around the NFL as well. And you forgot to mention is the Philadelphia Union. They beat uh, NYCFC. I don't know what that is. In the semifinal. Well, because to your Philadelphia point. Oh. Phillies in the World Series. Eagles are 7-0. and oh. I have no idea what the Flyers are doing. And the Philadelphia soccer team beat NYCFC to advance to the MLS championship. All right, I'll take your word for so it. So Philadelphia is rolling right now. We'll do the Giants next. More on Philly and baseball and all sorts of good stuff as we roll on here on The Fan. Well, I think the Giants were hoping to be singing and chanting this on the plane ride back from Seattle, but instead it was, oh, 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 because they were terrible yesterday in Seattle. As they, yeah, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. They weren't terrible. This was a 13-13 game. It was boring, but they it was weren't boring. Terrible. But no, offensively they weren't good um, because one of the the one touchdown came off the fumble from the one yard line. So it's not like they really had any good sustained drives. But at the end of the day, it's still thirteen thirteen in the fourth quarter, and even at twenty to thirteen, they're getting the ball back. And Richie James fumbles for the second time on the punt return. Now it turned out he got concussed on that play, but just I don't know twenty seven thirteen not quite indicative of the way the game went. I thought defensively they played well, but yeah, just. Boring. When I saw uh, Richie James go down after the second one and needed help all the field to me, I was like, is he really hurt or is he just like, I do not want to face that. <laughs> I don't want to see Dable. <laughs> right. Get me out of here on a stretcher or something because this is not going to go well for me. I, I know the poor guy. Now, I am not a quarterback, Jerry. I never played the position. But you did in the uh, flag football. That's true. Co-ed flag Co-ed football. Co-ed league. I did. And uh, sometimes, you know, you blame your receivers. That's how I have on me. Well, you couple, always do that. A couple girls were running the wrong routes. Uh-huh. But... I feel like Daniel Jones, and there's others of the running quarterbacks, he doesn't, like, go through progressions. He As soon as he drives back, he's looking. The one guy's not there, takes off. Maybe. I'd have to see that on film. Boomer watches the film. Yeah. I would like to see, A, how much time he's got to go through the progress. He was yeah. sacked five times yesterday and hit numerous times beyond that. So that, that, that I was very impressed by the Seattle defense yesterday. I didn't know they were... And maybe they haven't been. But yesterday, they looked really good. Um, I didn't feel like he had much time to throw. You might be very right. Maybe he checked off way too quick. I'd have to look at the the film, as they say. Then with so many quarterbacks running and saying, I was thinking about this, Jerry. This would be a whole different way of going about things. Uh-oh. Your defensive lineman. The, the, like, so I'm on I'm a Seattle defense. Right. Shouldn't these guys all, instead of being fat guys right on the line, be like linebacker types to be able to run down these quarterbacks? Well, I think for the most part, that's what you have. Aside from the interior defensive line. Yeah, I want those guys to be yeah, like but, Bart but Scott. How, what, then how do you how do you stop a 310-pound guard from just bull rushing you when they're running? You, you can't. 
That's why you have the very thick, big interior defensive linemen because you got to clog up, you know, between the tackles. And now your edge rushers are like that. Your edge rushers are ridiculously fast. But even that, there was a play with Daniel Jones yesterday where, and I forget the guy on Seattle, but it was one of the big, thick defensive linemen that tripped him up about two yards shy of a first down when it looked like yes. he was going to outrun him. Grabbed his ankle. I mean, they, they are fast, but I think if you do that, what is that? That's a Baby Yoda oh Halloween God. costume. If I'm sorry, that was on TV. That distracted <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, I th- you can't because you'll be running the ball down teams' throats. You just can't. I know what you're saying, but it doesn't work. What position does Micah Parsons play? He's an edge rusher. Yeah, I, like I want a I want an entire linebacker. line of Micah Parsons. Right, but again, how are you going to stop the run in between the tackles? You're not. If you again, if you have two tackles that weigh three thirty, okay, two guards that weigh three ten, and a center that weighs three hundred pounds. Going up against guys that are really strong and fast, but they weigh two forty five. Yeah, but I'm saying like right off the line, boom, Micah Parsons. Up, you're talking up in about his chest hitting and over him. Well, but you're not going to get up in their chest because the linemen are in a three point stance and stay. They stay low. They come up in your chest <laughs> and they're going to throw you. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, it doesn't work though. It's like when they said uh, offenses had to decide how they were going to stop Lawrence Taylor because he was so fast sure. and so strong. And that's a, and Boomer talks about when Ray Lewis came into the league. That's when he knew it yeah. was time to retire because all of a sudden you had guys chasing you that were 250 pounds of muscle, right. And fast that could run like the wind. Yeah, but even these linemen, like I'm saying, they're they move. I gotta work with some. Defensive lineman. Uh, oh, that would be great. They might eat you. <laughs> <laughs> so your uh, your main man, Saquon Barkley, Jerry, only had 53 yards rushing. He was swallowed up. He was he swallowed up. He had a couple of up. nice runs, but for the most part, it was hand. This I didn't understand. All right. And I know you watched the game, so I, I, did. Can, I can actually have the conversation with you. The Giants have been really great at what this year? Running the football. Would yeah. you not agree? Yeah. Saquon Barkley, I think, led the NFL in rushing yesterday, or at least the NFC, going into yesterday's game. Why then, in the first two or three series, had he only had one pass thrown his way and not one rush? I don't know. Well, all of a sudden, Brett Favre's back there throwing the ball all over the place? Well, maybe they think uh, that Seattle was ready for that. Okay, they fine, but at least plan. be who you are to start the game. And then adjust from there. I don't know. I thought it was a weird way to start. Yeah, and I was impressed by Seattle, and I, I'm, so was I. I'm loving Geno Smith now. I love that they're chanting Geno Smith at the end of games. Like that guy was in the league and was kicked around. Jerry, you don't have Geno Smith to kick around anymore. He's doing the kicking. He said he was written off, and he didn't write anybody back. Right here, he was. Uh, I thought this was cool talking about his time with the Giants. Uh, that year to me was like a blur, and uh, you know my life has moved on from then. Uh, I don't have any remorse towards anyone there. Uh, in fact, you know, this to me, this game was for Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese. They believed in me. There you go. He dedicated the game to McAdoo and Reese. You know, it's funny when I uh, saw this when I woke up this morning and I saw it in print. Yeah. I thought he was like sarcastically no. saying, like sticking it to. Not at all. But yeah, then when I heard it, I was like, oh, that was a sincere thing to He's say. He's been very complimentary about his one year with the Giants. You know, he said he learned a lot from Eli working under him. And I think the fact that, remember, McAdoo was the one that wanted him to play. Right. I forgot he was even on the, the Jet team with Mark Sanchez. Yeah, are you kidding me? That Rex had fun with that on ESPN yesterday, basically talking about how, you know, I was the one that that gave him a chance to start before they fired me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even remember that situation. So why did they bring Geno Smith in if they had Mark Sanchez? Well, you had the remember the injury. Oh right, yeah, the Mark Sanchez injury. Yes, but so I don't remember the exact. You're talking ten years ago. Yeah, now. I don't remember the exact details. But yeah, that was that was with Rex and the Jets. He threw Geno yesterday. So many nice touch passes. How about the one to Tyler Lockett, who I know he comes back and makes the catch, but the one that hits him in the face, yeah. and they kept saying it goes right through his hands. No, no, it hit him in the face. <laughs> like he had he had a bad angle on it. He didn't go through his hands. Yeah. It got redirected by his face mask, yes. and he missed it. What yeah. did he do? So that was just cool. It was, it was cool to see him uh, getting uh, uh, chanted for. Yes, he said end. he was asked about that on Fox, yeah. the support that he was that he received from the fans chanting his name at the end. It means a lot. You know, it means a lot. Um, I'm extremely grateful uh, for the 12, just the way they showed up today. Um, they made it hard on the Giants. Tough place to play. So he would be eligible for comeback player of the year if he... I don't see why say not. Like he takes them through the playoffs. He hasn't done anything. I don't know if comeback player of the year is reserved for someone coming back from an injury. Um, if that's the case, then no. I don't think he was hurt last year. No, I feel like it should be for somebody who, like, but like he's been in the league 10 years. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's... At uh, 32 a, years old, now... A, a top-tier quarterback. I remember we were all, like, laughing, like, the, like when the Seahawks uh, lost Russell Wilson. We were like, they're going with Geno Smith or Drew Locke. I know. And then no one thought he was going to beat out Drew Locke. Yep. I'm aware. And now he looks like... And now let's be let's also be clear. All right, the Seahawks are not eight and zero. Are you sure? I, no, I mean they're they're in first place. Okay, they're a five and three football team. It's That's not fair. like they're you know they're not the Eagles right now or the Chiefs or the Bills, but they are five and three. They are in first place. I will tell you, watching the Niners though yesterday, yeah, watch out. San Francisco looks really good. Yes. I mean Jimmy Garoppolo. Say what you want about him. The touchdown pass to McCaffrey was outstanding, and then the touchdown pass to I think it was I think it was Kittle in the back of the end zone yes. over the def- I mean just beautiful passes. And, now, and right, and when I'm watching that, I'm like, I forget like why did they not want this guy? I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, because they drafted the thing. I'm gonna sound like Mike. They drafted the kid. I'm forgetting his name. Um, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Look at you. But did they also was was uh, Garoppolo the guy that they said once he got a deal he stopped like showing up for things and was like uh... well but that was this off season because yeah. I think he wasn't planning on really remember at the end of when they lost last year he was like I'd like to thank everybody I mean, he kind of was just was resigned to the fact that it was Trey Lance's team and he wasn't going to play anymore and didn't think he was going to be with the Niners and yes he was hard to find yeah. <laughs> over the summer but he looks relaxed like he looks he's poised. good. He, is he a great quarterback? No, he's solid, though. And that defense is ridiculous. Yeah, what's up with the Rams? Uh, well, they're hurt, and they're beaten up, and they're not the same team. Mm. There was the big play Tyler Higby missed that dropped that one pass yesterday that could have possibly changed the game a little bit. But what are you going to do? The, the Niner defense is tremendous. It was even uh, fun to watch Christian McCaffrey yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. Threw a touchdown pass. Ran for one. Ran for caught one. one. Caught one. How about how about the uh if you're a Ram, like if you're Mr. I for Stan is his name, Cronky, you take the team out of St. Louis, where you had great fan support. You put them in Los Angeles, and every time you play a team like the Cowboys or the 49ers, you have no fans in the building. Did you see the red? Like, yes. There was literally no LA fans there. 
Yeah, it's weird. What a terror. I and actually said winners. to my son at one point, I'm like, you think you think he's got to go with a silent count? <laughs> Meaning uh, Matthew Stafford? <laughs> like, they can't hear on offense. Yeah. I'm surprised the Niner fans didn't have red towels. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. And then you got the graphic behind the benches that say, you know, this is the Rams' house. Nope, it wasn't yesterday. It was the Niners' house yesterday. It was yesterday. the Niners' house. Unbelievable how they travel. Yeah. Well, listen, when you're in a destination city that's a fun vacation-type city to go to. It, with not hardcore sports fans Yeah, with not. Right. That's Maybe a bad combination. Maybe the Lakers combination. have a great fan base, but yeah. the Rams don't. The Rams we saw do the, ch- the Chargers don't. The Chargers do not. So I, I still want to say San Diego Chargers when I. Yeah, it still doesn't seem right. Yeah. I agree. And that's where you would, well, you got the Padres that did well this year. Yeah. You'd want to be in, uh, I don't know what these cities, these sports radio cities do when they've got no teams. Uh, talk college football. My goodness. I, I don't know. That's true. I, I'm, that's a good question because yeah. you don't have the football. I mean, you can still talk Chargers in San Diego, I'm sure. Because there's I still don't fans know. there or people are angry that I mean, they would, left. I'm sure they're angry, but I would st- it's not like they moved to Canada. They moved two right. hours to L.A. It's That's not true. Like the A's are going to move to Vegas, it looks like. Yes. That's different. The Raiders moved to Vegas. I'd be ticked. But I don't know. San Diego to L.A., not that big Not terrible. I don't, all right, let's take a break. 25 in front of six. Football Monday. Nice to have you with us. A lot more to do. And then Boomer and Geo, top of the hour on the fan. All right, 2026. Hello, I'm Jerry. He's out. We got Eddie here wearing a dead pancreas society shirt. I think he does that every year on Halloween. What's that mean, a dead pancreas I, I society? Eddie? Uh, the pancreas is what produces uh, insulin. Oh, okay. So you're a part of the dead pancreas society. Correct. Your pancreas has let you down. Yes, it is. Well, it's dead. <laughs> okay. It's really let you down. Yeah. That pancreas. All right. Sorry about that. Hmm. Well, he clearly doesn't mind. He's no, I, he's celebrating laughing. it. <laughs> celebrating might be a strong word, yeah. but certainly displaying it. Yes. Jerry, I always love when uh, a stupid boneheaded play by a player loses the game for them. Oh, you're talking about DJ Moore? DJ Moore, Panthers, Falcons. They went back and forth. Then he... Makes a great catch on a great throw. Unbelievable. DJ Moore, uh, the game gets tied up at 34. All they need is the extra point, and that idiot takes his helmet off in celebration. Didn't know the rule. He clearly could not have known the rule because there's no reason you do that other than he's lost in the moment, I guess. That's what he said. He was lost in the moment. Now, that having been said, a couple things here. Yes. <laughs> The idiot kicker. <laughs> Who got all liquored up. Now, I know it's 49 yards. Yeah. That's fine. He missed it okay. You got to make the field goal then in overtime. Yeah. I mean, come on. He looked scared. I agree, yeah. Eddie, so that's Pinero, who used to kick for the Bears, who had his issues there, too. Yeah, he looked like a frightened kid, that kicker. <laughs> like he had seen a ghost. I know it's Halloween, Jerry. I know. Like he had seen a ghost. Yeah, no, this was, I felt bad for, this one was bad. He missed, I'm trying to, where was it? I have it here. He missed. This is in overtime, a right? 32-yard field goal. In overtime. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the extra point is now 33 yards. Yeah. He missed a 32-yard <laughs> field goal. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And it would have won the game because 
The Falcons had the ball, got picked, right? So yeah, that, that would have won it. Oh, by the way, the game is indoors. Yes. There's no conditions. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said this to you before, and I'll yeah. say it again. You're Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> that don't impress that don't much impress yesterday, right? Much. You're in Atlanta. Now, I know it's a short flight back to 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 Charlotte. Yeah. Do you even want to get on that nope. plane? I think I rent a car and drive yeah. back myself. Going to see some family and head back. <laughs> the 49-yard extra point. All right. Not great. It is 50 yards. It's really on you. You shouldn't have taken your helmet off. Right. We would have won the game. I probably would have made the extra point. But my God, a 32-yard field goal? Yeah. In OT. Come on. Not good. Who no. thought that would have been a good game yesterday, Jim? That, well, that was a good ending. That certainly was a good game. A lot of points were a lot scored. Of points. Um, P.J. Walker. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Steve Wilkes, I think, has he shows that uh, the Panthers are a little bit better maybe than we thought they were. And this is after they got rid of Christian McCaffrey. Right. No Baker Mayfield. Yeah, good not bad. Yeah, they they should have won the game, though. They would have been a 4-4. Four and four. No, no. No, they would have been th- three and five they would have been. Oh, okay. If they would have won. Which, in that division, they'd be right there. Very respectable in that division. Terrible division. I think because I think at four, right? I think the Falcons are in first place. Yeah, four and four. Falcons are in first place. So, how about that? And then uh, I said I didn't put on Red Zone yesterday. I watched the Jets. I watched the Giants. So, yeah. it was interesting just watching the uh, the, the scoring scrolls go underneath. Where sure. the, the Cowboys just putting up points yes. so quickly. Yes. They put up like 21 points relatively quickly, Well, didn't they, they scored on their first drive, went right down the field and scored. Then they scored again uh, the C.D. Lamb touchdown. They were up 14 nothing after the first. Bears scored to make it 14-7. Then they scored two more times. And at 28-7, game was over. I really thought the game was over. And you had 28, I'm trying to think, 28-7, the game was over. Then you had the interception that was nullified by, again, I mean, I, I don't know, the, the roughing the passer penalty that I didn't think was. They wind up scoring to make it 28-14. There's still 30 seconds to go. Yeah, all right, the Cowboys are in rhythm. Let's see if they get a field goal. Dak gets, gets picked off, and then the Bears kick a field goal. It's 28-17. It's like literally three minutes ago, this was a blowout win. Yep. They intercept the ball. They're going to go down and score. It might be 35-7 at halftime. And it, but then after the Bears scored to start the third quarter, they rolled right past him again. And you saw what happened. Uh, Dak Prescott got stepped on his uh, yes. his non-throwing hand. Yeah. But, man, they stepped like right on that. And that happened, to, it happened to Daniel Jones, too. I was going to say, I saw Daniel Jones. That was Jones his throwing hand. Bleeding again. Yeah. No, was it his throwing hand? Yeah, that was his throwing hand, actually. But wasn't that got cut a couple of weeks ago? Like, that thing I don't think has ever healed. Maybe not. But they put the stuff on it, and they bandaged him up, and yeah. he was ready to go. They glued him up. He's tough. Which which one is tough? Dak both or them. both? Yeah, both of them. But Daniel Jones, I think half the games he's had a bloody hand. It's a very he's, violent sport, Al. He was busted wide open. Well, but even, speaking of hands, even Matthew Stafford, you saw his hand got caught. His left hand got caught. I'm like, man, did he break that thing? But he seemed to be okay. Again, non-throwing hand in that situation, yeah. but still not good to see. And I told you uh, last week, Jerry, that I was interested in the World Series. Yeah. Been two great games yes. so far. Well, how about game Very one? exciting. The Phillies are down 5 nothing, And I'm sitting there like, wow. I mean, they're just, are the Astros going to lose? And next thing you know, I turned it off. No joke. I was watching it. With my son at 5 nothing, He's like, all right, I'm going to go to work. You got to go do something. Game's over. I, I really thought the same thing with the way the Astros have rolled through the playoffs. So me and my wife put the Top Gun movie on, which we hadn't seen yet. Finally, we watched it Friday night. Game ends, and I go right to this my, my phone, my, you know, MLB scores. I'm like, what? 
the I think it was either the ninth inning or whatever they were winning. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then the next game, whatever. So 1-1. Now you've got your raucous environment tonight in Philadelphia. Let's do what we did last week. What do you think the get-in price tonight is now? Do you think it's gone up after they won game yeah, one? Yeah, I think it's gone up. You think so? Plus, you got Noah Syndergaard on the mound. You do have Noah Syndergaard on the mound. All right, here we go. He on Tickets. a sale went over uh, the leadoff man's head just like he did uh, against the Royals. I got to tell you, they came down. Remember we said last time the prices were 1100 bucks yeah, to get in? it was very high. You can sit in Section 420 for a very cheap price of 675 a ticket. <laughs> Half price from last week. Still crazy. I would have thought they would have gone up. I'm surprised by that. And that was even cool in uh, the, the Saturday game. The Kyle Schwarber misses a home run. Barely, right? Yep. With the foul pole. Yeah. Then in that same at bat, sends one. He's a foot away from another home run in right field, and it comes down. Ah, oh, it was good stuff. Got to go in between the poles. Yeah. I got, no, no. He was. He was uh, the this time. The second time in his same at bat, he was in the in between the poles, but it it was uh, driven right to the wall. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And, and Justin then, Verlander still stinks. And how about in you? I know. So he's zero and six in World Series yeah, games. Zero and six. My goodness, you stink. And and he's probably going to win the Cy Young this year. Can't get it because these games don't count. How about the fact though? Kyle Tucker has the game he had, and they don't win. Kyle Tucker, on, you on, say? On the, the guy on the Astros with yeah. the two home runs, oh, right? Because yes. that was game one. Yeah, it was game one. And then they don't actually wind up not winning that yeah. game. So it should be fun tonight. Should be fun. Be interesting to watch Cindergard too. What he gives them. Because so far, the starting pitching has not been great on either side. So we'll see if tonight's a little different. you got Lance McCullers going for the Astros Yeah, tonight. Lance McCullers. So well, look at you. I feel like I feel like if this was a Friday night, you would actually be locked into this I game. I would be, yeah. I know. It, it is the first time I've been interested in the World Series that didn't involve a Mets or Yankees. Yeah. Look at you. You're it turning into a Philly fan. Like my childhood, Jerry. Something like that. Right. Phillies, Eagles. How about before they come in? Yeah. Like, I can't do this when they come in. All I'm right. hoping we don't get to it because of all the football. And I might give you like 30 football highlights an hour. <laughs> the Nets. What happened to the Nets, Jerry? They suck. Like, they're awful. And this Kyrie Irving, I'm going to I've been, I would think I've been one. Eddie, tell me if I'm wrong. I've been one of the rare Kyrie supporters through all this. That's correct. I am now off. You're out. I, I would. I would cut him. Really? I would cut him at this point. Or I would trade. Because this is the final year of the contract. I would trade him for a second-round pick, or i just cut him. I mean, it is. And I know he's putting up 35 points a game, but they're not winning. They ain't playing defense. Something's got to change. And the exchange with the reporter Saturday, to me, was an embarrassment. Forget what he did and what he tweeted. Forget that. To not even have the conversation, though, was embarrassing. Did he shout down the reporter? Pretty much. Yeah. Yes, pretty much. And then making it seem like the reporter was asking him questions so he could go viral. No, no. He was just asking you a damn question that you had no answer for. And when you did try and answer it, you basically went in a different direction. Ugh. Kyrie? Disappointing. Very dis- I really, I'm not saying they won't still have a good season. They have a lot of talent, and I do think at some point they'll figure something out. But I don't even want to watch it. He's just always in the mix with something Strange. Agreed. Agreed. And right. a lot of this stuff I have kind of overlooked. Be yeah, not this. Terror. Oh, awful. All right, we gotta take a break. Hmm. Get that out of the way. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk about the Knicks losing. No, no Knicks. <laughs> 
Quick break. When we come back, we'll do something. I don't know what. Uh, and then Boomer and Geo at 6. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on Christian McCaffrey. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got another minute or so to get you to Boomer and Geo. Giants lost. Jets lost. Knicks lost. But good news. The Rangers and Devils both won. And if you uh, fell asleep last night early, the uh, Bills won. They did. Shocker. Which everybody expected. But only by 10. I know. The not half the, point killed me. Not the 10 and I a half. I was going to be perfect last, yesterday. Yeah. You went 4-1 and one in your picks here. I know. Yusuf had an off week. I'm coming for him. You're, uh, you're right behind them. Yes, now, I Jerry. am. And Boomer, I think, had a good week. I thought 2-3. and three. Oh, 2-3. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I think three, we're both three, two. three and two for Boomer, two and three for me. Oh, is that oh, what it was? Two, okay. Yeah. That's not a bad week. That's All good. Right. You go nope. three and five, three out of five? You go three out of five every week, Jerry? That's a winning season. That's a winning season. Yep. Every once in a while, you get an extra win. Every yes. once in a while, you lose one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, Browns Bengals tonight, Jerry. Are you interested in this not game at all. at all? I'm really not. No, I'm more interested in the World Series game, to be quite honest. It's like a Cindergard's pitching. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It's a swing game. I'm more interested in the World Series game. I I don't know. And they get no, underway. Like, no Jamar uh, Chase. Boomer on the right. Manning cast, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get the clips of that the next day. Well, well yeah. I'll watch we'll, that. We'll see that. Plus, you're you're making the mistake to think I'm actually going to be up. I will not be tonight. To watch second feeling. quarter. I won't be. All right. That's 9 o'clock. Yeah. Not happening. You sleep a little later than I do. Not happening. You can stay up and watch it. I'll yeah. watch them tomorrow morning on NFL+. Yeah. Plus. Right, that's, and that's the other great thing about like social media. He'll just be right on the well, internet. In the that's morning. true too. Those clips will be everywhere yeah. very quickly. So I'll watch it. Uh, WFAN FM WFAN FM HD One New York always live on the free Odyssey app.